Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parivrajacharya Astodara Sata Sri Srimad AC Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai Iskan founder Acharya Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Jayam Vishnupad Pada Paramahamsa Parivrajacharya Astodata Asatara Sata Sri Srimad Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai Jayam Vishnupad Pada Jayam Vishnupad Srila Gaur Kishore Das Babaji Maharaj Ki Jai Jayam Vishnupad Srila Sachitananda Bhakti Vinod Thakur Ki Jai Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Sarvabhoma Srila Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj Ki Jai Jai Sri Rupa Sanatan Bata Ruganata Sri Jiva Gospal Bata Das Ruganath Sad Goswami Prabhu Ki Jai Namacharya Sri Haridas Thakur Ki Jai Prem Sekaho Krishna Chitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Karadhara Sri Vasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopa Gopinath Shamakund Radhakund Giri Govardhan Ki Jai Shri Maipur Dham Ki Jai Shri Vandavan Dham Ki Jai Gangamai Ki Jai Yamunamai Ki Jai Anantakoti Vaishnava Rinda Ki Jai Shri Hainam Sankirtan Ki Jai Grantaraja Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Iskan Vartmana Guru Rinda Ki Jai Samaveta Bhakta Rinda Ki Jai Gora Premanandi Hari Hari Bo all glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All glories to the assembled devotees. Hare Krishna. All glories, all glories to Shri Guru and Shri Guranga. All glories, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So today, today is the disappearance day. Today is the disappearance day of Sri Gadadhar Pandit and Srila Bhaktivinod Thakur, and it's also Amavasya. So, uh, I'll read the verse, 
And then I thought I would glorify them by reading a little bit about them as well. So today, we are reading from Canto 1, chapter 6, verse, text 35, and then Shema Bhagavatam. Yamad bir yoga patai kamalobhahato mahu makunda sevaya yadvat tata madhana samyati Yamad bir yoga patai kamalobhahato muha Mukunda Sevaya Yadvat Tata Madhana Samyati. Okay, so let's go line by line. Yama Debir Yoga Patai. Kama Lobha. Hato muhu makunda sevaya yadvat tata madha na samyati and then we'll do the whole verse one more time yama dibir yoga patai kama lobha hato muhu Makunda Sevaya Yadvat Tata Matha Na Samyati And here's word for word Yama Adibi By the process of practicing self-restraint Yoga Paitai By the system of yoga Mystic bodily power to attain the godly stage Kama, desires for sense satisfaction. Lobha, lust for satisfaction of the senses. Hata, curbed. Mahu, always. Makunda, the personality of Godhead. Sevaya, by the service of. Yadvat, as it is. Tata, like that. Atma, the soul. Adha, for all practical purposes. Na, does not. Samyati, be satisfied. Translation by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada Kijai. It is true that by practicing restraint of the senses by the yoga system, one can get relief from the disturbances of desire and lust. But this is not sufficient to give satisfaction to the soul, for this satisfaction is derived from devotional service to the personality of Godhead. Okay, so please repeat after me. It is true 
that by practicing restraint of the senses, by the yoga system, one can get relief from the disturbances of desire and lust. But this is not sufficient to give satisfaction to the soul. For this satisfaction is derived from devotional service to the personality of Godhead. Purport Yoga aims at controlling the senses. By practice of the mystic process of bodily exercise in sitting, thinking, feeling, willing, concentrating, meditating, and at last being merged into transcendence, one can control the senses. The senses are considered like venomous serpents, and the yoga system is just to control them. On the other hand, Narada Muni recommends another method for controlling the senses, in the transcendental loving service of Makunda, the personality of Godhead. By his experience, he says that devotional service to the Lord is more effective and practical than the system of artificially controlling the senses. In the service of the Lord Makunda, the senses are transcendentally engaged. There is no chance of, of their being engaged in sense satisfaction. The senses want some engagement. To check them artificially is no check at all because as soon as there is some opportunity for enjoyment, the serpent-like senses will certainly take advantage of it. There are many such instances in history, just like Vishvamitra Muni's falling a victim to the beauty of Menaka. But Takor Haridas was allured at midnight by the well-dressed Maya, and still she could not induce the great devotee into her trap. The whole idea is that without devotional service to the Lord, neither the yoga system nor dry philosophical speculation can ever become successful. Pure devotional service of the Lord, without being tinged with fruit of work, mystic yoga, or speculative philosophy, is the foremost procedure to attain self-realization. Such pure devotional service is transcendental in nature, and the systems of yoga and jnana are subordinate to such process. When the transcendental devotional service is mixed with the subordinate process, it is no longer transcendental, but is called mixed devotional service. Srila Vyasadeva, the author of Srimad Bhagavatam, will gradually develop all these different systems of transcendental realization in the text. Om 
Mani Ham Shigura Shiyu Darbatakamalam Shrigaran Vajtavam Shah Shriva Rupam Sagarajetam Sahagana Ruganatam Vatam Tam Sajivam Sadvetam Savahutam Parajana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Rala Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishkam Vatam Shah Hey Krishna Kuruna Sindo Dinabando Jugatpate Gopesh Gopikikanta Rala Kanta Namosate Taptakanchana Garangi Radhaeva Navanesvare Vishavanu Sate Devi Pranamami Harebriye Vanchakapa Rubia Shah Kripasanubia Evacha Patitanam Pavanibi Vaishnavibi Onamanaha Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Netananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Sri Vasadi Gaur Bhaktivrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chaiva Naratam Devim Sharasvatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Udirayat Before reciting this Srimad Bhagavatam, which is the very means of conquest, one should offer respectful obeisances unto the personality of Godhead, Narayan, unto Nara Narayana Rishi, the supermost human being, unto Mother Saraswati, the goddess of learning, and unto Srila Vasudeva, the author. Srimad Bhagavatam 124. Srinvatam Svakata Krishna Punya Anta Slohi Abdrani Vidhunoti Shurit Satam Shri Krishna, the personality of Godhead, who is the Paramatma, Super Soul, and everyone's heart, and the benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses the desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee, who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. Srimad Bhagavatam 1 17. Ashta Pravyesh Abhadreshu Nityam Bhagavat Stevaya Bhagavati Uttamash Loke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki By regular attendance and classes on the Bhagavatam and by rendering of service to the pure devotee, all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed and loving service unto the personality of Godhead, who is praised with transcendental songs and established as an irrevocable fact. Shema Bhagavatam 1, 2, 18. Okay, yes, so 
So, today is the disappearance day of Sri Gadadhar Pandit and Sri Bhakti Vinod Thakur. So, I thought I'd start off by uh, reading this article called, entitled, The Lotus Feet of Gadadhar Pandit Are Our Sole Treasure, Parts of It, by uh, His Divine Grace, Srila Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj. From Divine Guidance, Chapter 2, On the Way to Sri Puri Dham. When Uddhava went to Vrindavan, he was so charmed by seeing the gopis' love, their devotion, their attraction, and their affection for Krishna, that he said, For life after life, I only desire one thing. I want to become a speck of dust in Vrindavan. Not only that, I want to be one of those who are worthy of receiving that dust, the plants and creepers of Vrindavan, and live here for all eternity. Here in the land of Vrindavan, Krishna has performed his pastimes, and his companions, the gopis, always roam around here. If I can be born as a small creeper so that I may get the dust of their lotus feet on my head, that will, be, that will be my highest fortune. Such are the glories of Krishna, and in the intense feeling of separation from him, Vipralamba, Mahaprabhu has shown us that the highest limit of that Vipralamba in Sri Nilachal Dham, Sri Gadadhar Pandit, who kept Mahaprabhu in the depths of his heart and performed the supreme seva, also lived there. Mahaprabhu took sannyas and went to Jagannath Puri, and by his desire, Lord Gopinath became manifest. When you go to Puri, you will see all Lord Gopinath there. Being both the feelings of Mahaprabhu and the feelings of Gadadhar Pandit were described in the beautiful shloka by our Srila Guru Maharaj. Nilambhoti tate sada svaviraha Shepan Vitam Bandhavam Srimad Bhagavati Kata Madhiraya Sanjivanyan Bhatiya Srimad Bhagavatam Sarasva Nayasranu Payani Pujayan Goswami Prabharo Gadadhar Vibhur Bhujat Mad Ekagati. The lotus feet of Gadadhar Pandit are our sole treasure. He resided by the ocean of Vipralamba, which was manifest by his life and soul, Lord Garanga, who took everything from him. Mahaprabhu was suffering separation from Krishna, and his feelings of separation were so intense that sometimes his body became elongated, sometimes he retracted his limbs like a tortoise, and sometimes his joints became separated. So Mahaprabhu, Sri Krishna himself, suffered intense separation from Krishna, and he was enlivened by hearing topics about Lord Krishna from Gadadhar Pandit. When a person is in intense grief, what does he do? He becomes blinded by his grief, and he cannot decide how he will find some peace. So he drinks alcohol. 
Sri Gadadhar Pandit provided such intoxication for Mahaprabhu by enlivening him with his intoxicating topics of Srimad Bhagavatam. This is how he served the Lord of his heart. And so, here's here's something uh, I found about Sri Srila Sachananda Bhaktivinoda Thakur. This is an article prepared by Jagamohini Devi Dasi. All glories to Sri Guru and Sri Guranga. The Ocean of Sri Radha's Devotion by Srila Satchanananda Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Bandi Bhakti Vinodam Sri Goras Shakti Svarupakam Bhakti Shastrajana Samrajam Radha Rasa Sudha Nidam Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Maharaj I bow to Sri Thakur Bhaktivinoda, Mahaprabhu's divine love personified. He is the king of all knowers and of the purpose of the scriptures, and he is in the ocean of Sri Radha's devotion. Namo Bhaktivinodaya Sachinananda Muritaye Gora Shakti Svarupaya Rupanuga Varayate I offer my obeisances to you, O Bhaktivinoda, the form of eternity, knowledge and bliss, the incarnation of Gaur's potency, and the best of the followers of Rupa Goswami. Illuminating the Gaudiya Sky Our divine great-grandfather Acharya, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, appeared at a time when the world of Gaudiya Vaishnavism was in a dire situation. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati Thakur wrote that when Mahaprabhu and his associates had left the world to enter the Lord's eternal pastimes, quote, the sky over Bengal slowly darkened, covered by the thick clouds of sense enjoyment and false renunciation. The sky was covered and the world was bereft of the rays of light coming from Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan. One by one, the sun, the moon, and the unlimited stars of that sky faded from view. Almost 350 years after the appearance of Mahaprabhu, the, the Divine Son, S-U-N, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur came to illuminate the Gaudiya sky, unquote. He took birth in a well-known aristocratic Kayasala family on 2 September 1838 in the town of Ula, near Birnagar in the district of Nadia, Bengal. He was the son of Raja Krishnananda Dutta, a great devotee of Nityananda Prabhu, and Jagat Mohini Devi was given the name Kedarnath Dutta. He studied at Krishnanagar College and was extremely well known by the surrounding educated society for his goodness, vast intellect, scholarly nature, and his exceptional talent at debating and writing. He accepted the role of government service for his livelihood and for a time was posted as 
officer in Orissa and as an inspector of the Jagannath Puri Temple. His duty there was to guard against corruption. He established regulated worship of the deity and he organized daily discourses in Srimad Bhagavatam in the temple courtyard. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur spent much time chanting the holy names and regularly took darshan of the holy places in Sri Puri Dham, especially Tothagopinath Mandir, the Samadhi of Srila Haridas Thakur, Siddhapakul, and the Gambira. While serving in Dinajpur, he gave his, gave his speech saying, The Bhagavat, the revealed scripture of the Vaishnavas, does not allow its followers to ask anything from God except eternal love towards Him. Knowing that in the future Vaishnavism would spread across the world, he said, See how universal is the Vaishnava religion. It is not intended for a certain class of Hindus alone, but it is a gift to men at large in whatever country he is born and whatever society he is bred. A simple and dignified gift. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur continued with his government service, but also dedicated his heart and all of his energy to the study of Vaishnavism. After his day's work, he would remain awake late into the night reading and writing sacred devotional literature and poetry. He wrote, edited, and published over 100 books in several languages, and he was the first to send his books out of India and introduce the teachings of Sriman Mahaprabhu to the Western world. Feeling compassion for the suffering humanity, he delivered in sweet and lucid style Sri Chaitanya Dev's message of taking the holy name in a mood of surrender. Srila Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj said that Bhaktivinoda Thakur saw it as self-evident that the intelligentsia could not be attracted by such a plain, simple, and dignified gift, the gift of Mahaprabhu, the conception of Mahaprabhu. And Thakur Bhaktivinoda himself said, Many things are going on in religion in the name of the highest solution of our life. But what Mahaprabhu has given very soon will be detected by the intelligentsia of the world. And all will flock to the banner of Sri Chaitanya Dev and will sing the glory of Mahaprabhu and Krishna. Sri Nam Chaitamani Shampracharya Adarshamacharya Vidho Dadhoya Shajaga Kurukra Shmeti Mandirekim Nityam Bhaved Bhakti Vino Devaya Srila B.R. Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj. When will Bhakti Prabhu, who gave us the example how, of how to act by preaching the jewel of the holy name, remain alive in the temple of my memory? According to its necessity. Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvati Thakur once surprised his audience by saying that shallow thinkers appreciate Vindavan, but a man of real bhajan, real divine aspiration, will aspire to live in Kurukshetra. He noted that Thakur Bhaktivinoda, after visiting many different places of pilgrimage, remarked, I would like to spend the last days of my life in Kurukshetra. Srila Bidar B.R. Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj revealed the conception behind this statement. 
Service is more valuable according to the intensity of its necessity. According to its necessity, service is valued. In Kurukshetra, Srimati Radharani is the highest necessity because Krishna is so close. But then Vrindavan Lila is impossible. Krishna is there in Kurukshetra, so near. But he is in the role of a king and they cannot meet intimately. At, the, at this time, Srimati Radharani needs the highest service from her group of servitors. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that in this heartbreaking situation, a drop of service will draw the greatest amount of prema, divine love. And so, uh, in the same article, a little bit later, uh, I found this. We should adore, we should worship. His divine grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Maharaj, spoke to a group of new disciples in London, saying, Bhaktivinoda Thakur was a great acharya of this Islamic succession from Krishna. We should adore, we should worship, because in the modern age, he reintroduced the Islamic succession. In this succession, the acharyas are authorities. Our process of knowledge is very simple. We take it from the authority. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, 500 years ago, taught this philosophy. So our adoration, our worship, is to Bhaktivinoda Thakur today because he may bless us to make peaceful progress in Krishna consciousness. Acharya Upashana Simply by the blessings of the Acharyas, we can make very rapid pro- progress. Vedenu Durla, Durlabam Adurlabam Atma Bhaktao Okay, so in this purport, um, it says to check them artificially, and they're they're talking about he uh, his Vangaras A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada is talking about uh, sense satisfaction. To check them artificially is no check at all because as soon as there is some opportunity for enjoyment, the serpent-like senses will certainly take advantage of it. There are many such instances in history, just like Vishwamitra Muni's falling a victim to the beauty of Menaka. But Thakur Haridas was allured at midnight by the well-dressed Maya, and still she could not induce that great devotee into her trap. And I, I always appreciate that, and I, I thought that I would kind of tie in this purport, talking about Maya, with with something that that Bhaktivinoda Thakur says or writes in his book that he wrote, Sri Krishna Samhita. And this is him talking about his book. I had a great desire to translate Srimad Bhagavatam in this proper swan-like way, but I have no time to translate this huge, huge work. For this reason, I am now extracting the main purport of this great literature and presenting it in the form of this Sri Krishna Samhita.
Okay, so he writes, The wonderful process of bhakti yoga has three phases, sadhana, bhav, and prema. Due to forgetfulness of one's identity, the conditioned living entity under the influence of false ego identifies with this body. The priti that is the constitutional nature of the living entity is at present pervertedly transformed into priti for objects of the senses. In this condition, one should endeavor to follow prajyagyati for attaining one's constitutional duties. Under the influence of the false ego, the living entity accepts a form made of material elements and their qualities and with an irreligious mentality and the help of sense experiences, happiness, and distress. This material attachment is called the current of rag. In other words, one's internal feelings are improperly flowing externally. When this current is brought back from external objects, it is called the current of prachyag, prachyak. The method by which this is achieved is called sadhana bhakti. When one's original propensities are carried away by the perverted current and the instrument of the senses, then one becomes absorbed in material objects. These propensities then become absorbed in material sense objects. Tasting through the tongue, smelling through the nose, seeing through the eyes, hearing through the ears, and feeling through the skin. This current is so powerful that it is not possible for the mind to check it. The process for checking this current is mentioned in the Bhagavad Gita 2.59 as follows. Vyasya Vinvartante Niraharasya Dehina Rasa Varjam Rasopiyasya Param Drisva Nirvartate There are two ways for checking this current. If an embodied soul is deprived of sense enjoyment, his taste for sense objects will certainly be checked. But it is impossible for an embodied soul to remain aloof from material sense objects. So if there is another process to, to check this current, then it is one's duty to follow that process. There is one ultimate process to divert the current of attachment from the sense objects. When the current of attachment meets rasa, it is enchanted. So, if that current is diverted to a rasa that is superior to material rasa, it will naturally accept the superior rasa, as stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.5.34. Evam niram kriya yoga sharve shamsriti hetava ta etama vinasya kalpati Kalpante Kalpita Pare. Thus, when, when all a man's activities are dedicated to the service of the Lord, those very activities which caused his perpetual bondage become the destroyer of the tree of work. This is the principal truth of sadhana on the path of raga. The whole life of, of a sadhaka on the path of raga is dedicated to cultivating Krishna consciousness. This cultivation is divided into seven categories as follows. And then in a subnote, 
these seven categories of cultivation are naturally reciprocal practices. If one is unable to synthesize these practices, then one must take shelter of a qualified acharya. One who has synthesized these practices and his behavior leads the life of a Vaishnava. His family life is God-centered and his existence is godly. When one is liberated from material life, he begins to practice unalloyed devotional service. Until one is liberated, he should cultivate all seven items mentioned on the following pages. It is the duty of everyone to follow these seven categories of cultivation, but all the descriptions are not to be performed by everyone because there is a need to consider one's qualification. And so we have category and description. Categories are numbered. Category one. Spiritual cultivation. One. Priti and two. Realization of Sambada, Abhideya, and Prayojana. Two. Category two. Mental cultivation. One. Remembrance. Two. Thinking. Three. Meditation. Four. Concentrated meditation. Five. Samadhi. Six. Consideration on the science of Sambanda, repentance, Yama, and Yama, subnote, truthfulness, refraining from theft, giving up bad association, intelligence, not accumulating more than necessary, religiosity, celibacy, refraining from unnecessary talk, steadiness, forgiveness, and fearlessness, and purification of the heart. Category 3, bodily cultivation. Niyamas, which are cleanliness, japa, austerity, sacrifice, faith, hospitality, worship, pilgrimage, welfare work, satisfaction, proper behavior, and serving the spiritual master. Serving others, seeing and touching the devotees and the Srimad Bhagavatam, praying, hearing, Engaging the senses in devotional service, transformations of ecstatic love, and developing the mood of, ser- of servitude to the Lord. Category 4. Cultivation of speech. Chanting hymns, studying, kirtan, teaching, praying, and preaching. 5. Cultivation of one's relationship. Shanta, dasya, Sakya, Vatsalaya, and Kanta. There are two types of relationships, with the Lord and with the Lord's associates. Six, social cultivation. Varna, Brahman, Satriya, Vaisya, and Sudra. Their occupations and positions are divided according to people's nature. Ashram, Grihasta, Brahmacharya, Vanapras and sannyas, divided according to people's social situation. Assemblies, general festivals, and activities like sacrifice. Category 7. Cultivation of sense objects. The following sense objects help one in development of Krishna consciousness. The objects of the eyes are the the objects for the eyes are the deity, the temple, the scriptures, the holy places, 
spiritual dramas, and spiritual festivals. The objects for the ears are the scriptures, songs, lectures, and conversations. The objects for the nose are tulsi, flowers, sandalwood, and other fragrant items offered to the Lord. The objects for the tongue are kirtan and taking a vow to accept only the palatable foodstuffs and drinks that were offered to the Lord. The objects for the touch are the air of the holy places, pure water, the body of a Vaishnava, the soft bed offered to Krishna, and association with a chaste woman in order to propagate a God-centered family. The times like Hari Varsara, Ikadashi, and festive days, and the places like Vrindavan, Navadweep, Yaganath Puri, and Nameshiranya. If one's attachment experiences the higher taste of Krishna consciousness, then that attachment will naturally give up material objects and be absorbed in the higher taste. When attachment is absorbed in material objects, how can it experience a higher taste? Therefore, Vaishnavas, who are the well-wishers of all living entities, have devised a process for dovetailing material objects with Krishna consciousness. Although the creation of Maya is a perverted reflection of the, of the pure absolute truth, she is the maidservant of the Lord and always engaged in his service. So if one desires to worship Krishna through Maya, she abandons her adverse aspect and accepts that worship with respect as a devotee. This is the great mystery of the Vaishnava faith. In order to establish the Vaishnava family for the welfare of all living entities, Sri Narada Goswami gave Vyasadeva the following hint in the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.520. Idam hi visvam bhagavan evetaro yato jagat snana nirodha sambhava tadi svayam veda bhavams Tatapite Pradesha Matrayam Bhavata Pradarichitam. Know for certain that this material world is non different from the Lord because it is created, maintained, and annihilated by Him. This spiritual world, Vakunta, is the Lord's eternal abode. This visible material world is only the reflection of Vakunta. The ingredients, existence, and nature of this material world are therefore simply imitations of Vaikuntha. The conditioned living entities are the enjoyers of this material world. The fault of the material world is that the living entities here are rebellious by nature. O Vyasadev, don't be afraid of describing the pastimes of the Lord through the medium of this material world because, in truth, describing the material world is the same as describing Vaikuntha, for they are considered material or spiritual only due to one's conviction. If you describe this material world in terms of its relationship with the Supreme Lord, then your attachment for Vaikuntha will automatically awaken. This fact is already known to you through your own self-realization. Since you have asked me, I have given you this synopsis. Please, therefore, describe the pastimes of the Lord through the process of natural samadhi and thus guide the living entities towards Vaikuntha. You have previously described mundane religious principles and the process of pseudo-samadhi, 
which are not always beneficial. People who follow the Pratyak current have established the whole world as a Vaishnava family by dovetailing material objects and God consciousness. People who enjoy eating grains can eat Mahaprasad that has been offered to the Lord and in this way practice the Pratyak current of the tongue. Similarly, those who are fond of hearing can hear the names and pastimes of the Lord and thus practice the Pratyak current of the ears. In this way, they gradually engage their senses and sense objects in the service of the Lord and thus increase their internal current of raga by providing their senses a higher taste. This is called sadhana bhakti. In order to deliver the living entities from the atheistic mentality of I am the enjoyer, Sri Mahadev, who is worshipped by all the Vaishnavas, has established in the Tantras different methods such as Lata Sadhana, Vamcharya, Viracharya, and Pasvacharya. Ultimately, Sri Mahadev has established the Supreme Lord as the enjoyer and living entities as the enjoyed and created a platform from which one can achieve a higher taste from the material sense objects. There is no contradiction between the Tantra Sastras and the Vaishnava Sastras. They are simply different provisions on the path of Raga for people of different qualifications. Sadhana Bhakti is divided into nine processes as described in the Srimad Bhagavatam 7.9.23. Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu Shmaranam Parasevanam Acharanam Padanam dasyam sakyam atma naivadam danam. Hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name, form, qualities, paraphernalia, and pastimes of Lord Vishnu. Remembering them, serving the lotus feet of the Lord, offering the Lord respectful worship with sixteen types of paraphernalia, offering prayers to the Lord, Becoming his servant, considering the Lord's one's best friend, and surrendering everything unto him. In other words, serving him with the body, mind, and words, these are the nine processes of sadhana bhakti. Some rishis have divided these nine processes into 64 processes. Various people have attained perfection by following either one of these processes some of these processes or all of these processes. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Rama Hare Hare.